Yo, what up, homies? It's your boy, Jacob Abundis, straight from SoCal, uh, 805 in Tura County, Porwanimi, Oxnard, representing. Checking up on you guys today. Uh, I just want to, like, share a little bit about last night. I preached at my church, and pretty much I spent a challenging week just going through this course about learning how to make sales, like a certain type of sales strategy uh, through marketing online and stuff. And it's been pretty challenging, but pretty fun. And so this whole week, it was challenging. But yeah, at the same time, I was inspired. I was listening to T.D. Jakes. He's a big black guy, bald, big belly, but carries so much passion, so much fire, and so much scripture from the Lord. Can I get an amen, church? Amen. Cool. So yeah, I, uh, last night when I was preaching at church, I was just, you know, speak, I was just so inspired and I was just encourage, encouraging the church to stand on the word of the Lord that he has given to them. Whatever prophetic word, whatever destiny or purpose that God has given to them, that they should continue to stay on it. Just like how Abraham, like God spoke to him, he's like, hey, go to that land because I'm going to give this land for your for your future descendants and your generations forever. You know, he got that little word, that those few sentences, he got it and he stuck with it and he went to that land. And it's funny because he didn't really get to see the whole promise that the Lord had promised. But he knew that God was going to be faithful and give it to his descendants forever and forever. So he believed the Lord. And that's why he's known as the father of faith because he believed the Lord. And he already had a purpose. He already had a calling because, you know, where he was from, you know, he was supposed to pretty much be the, carry out the legacy for his dad. But the Lord told him, hey, leave your dad, leave your family, leave where you're from and go. So he abandoned everything that he had. He abandoned his earthly purpose, his earthly calling, his earthly dreams for the, for the dreams of the Lord, which in return was much greater than anything else. And uh, and you get to live that. You get to you know those few words that God gives you. It's enough to take you to the to the most ugliest parts in your life. It's enough to take you through the obstacles, through the times that it sucks. It's sufficient. And you know the enemy can tell you a million words each day to discourage you, to put you down. Meanwhile, the Lord only tells you a few tens, a few sentences, you know, direction wise. Within like a few months, either way, those few words that the Lord gave you is still much powerful than a million words than, than what the enemy can throw at you day to day. God's word will always be powerful and it's always sufficient for you to keep going. And you know, sometimes people aren't going to believe you. They're not going to be able to see the vision. They're not going to be able to feel like, you, you, you can go somewhere, or as a team, you can go somewhere, but you got to construct that boat, just like Noah. You know, no one believed that it was going to rain. They thought Noah was crazy, but he believed, so he started constructing that boat, that ark. He believed the Lord, so he started constructing that. And then the floods from the heavens poured down on earth. And while everyone was drowning and dying, Homie Noah was straight up in the heavens, chilling on his boat with nothing bad happening to him. 
because he believed the Lord that it was going to rain. He believed God and he started building. And this is where we're all at. You know, let's say you have some goals last year and you got it. But I think as long as we're in this earth and we're still alive and we're still breathing, we still haven't finished the race. It's still not over yet. So we're all in that place today where we get to construct, construct our ark. We get to build something today where every single day we set a time to build something for our futures, for our families, for our communities. And it's all for the glory of God. So take that risk. Take those few steps that you need to take today to build the ark, to build what's crazy. And let me tell you, if it's not putting you on the edge, if you're not feeling like it's risky, you're not doing it. You're missing it. Because even the Holy Spirit will call you to places that will put you on the edge, where you'll feel like your stomach twisting, your heart pounding. He'll put you in those places. And I, what I realized that whenever I don't want to feel challenged, I just don't listen to the Holy Spirit. Because the Spirit of the Lord is always something, up to something in my life. And let me tell you, the Holy Spirit will bring me peace. He will comfort me. He will make me feel good. He'll help me relax and sleep well. But I see the places that the Holy Spirit is calling me to. And it puts me on the edge. It puts me in a place where I can't even imagine and honestly, I would say it puts me somewhere to see things that the people around me don't see, that don't see. And that's totally cool. That's totally fine. They don't have to have the same vision that I do. But, you know, as a community, we do have to figure out what's the vision that God has for us as a community. Because, you know, I believe there's some things that we got to fight on our own. But that's very minor because God actually calls us to walk together. God actually calls us to be a community, to be a church. And let's say I'm going through a fight and, you know, maybe like I owe money with the IRS or something. Don't worry. I paid my taxes this year. Thank you, Jesus. But let's say I got to do that. You know, I got to go through a fight, owe money with the IRS or something like that. And it's not really my friend's problem, but yet he could join me in my problem and support me and encourage me. And then there's those times where, where, it's my it's my churches and my problem together, you know, whatever issue we could be going through as a church. And God calls us as a community to walk together, to stand together, to fight and to believe and see the vision happen and to sow and to construct that ark. And that's why it's really important not to have a grudge in your heart. It's really important to like connect and to, you know, confront issues and all of these things so that we can continue to have the same vision. You know, have the same mindset of what the Lord wants to do. And in reality, all of our different perspectives and ideas is inspired by the Holy Spirit so we can put them together and build something for the Lord, build something for the people, build something for the community. And it just reminds me that, you know, the first church where they're like, you know, Jesus Christ or the disciples, you know, Jesus Christ rose from the grave. He called the disciples. He's like, hey, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you guys, and then you guys are going to be witnesses. That happens to the disciples. The power of the Holy Spirit falls on them in Acts chapter 2, verse 4. And then after that, they had to be like, okay, well, who's going to take Judas's spot? Who's going to be the 13th and the 14th um, apostle? And they had to come to agreement, and they cast lots, actually. But they had to come to agreement, 
for what the Lord wanted to do. They had to come to the same vision for what the Lord wanted to do. And they were together before even the, the Holy Spirit came and baptized them. They were all together and united, and they were just waiting on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you guys, they were waiting on the Lord by sitting down. They were praying to God. And we wait on the Lord. That's our jam. That's what we do. But when we wait, we're constructing. When we wait, we're, we're building. But let me tell you, if it's rest day, you got to rest, you know? That's logical. You know, you pumping, you grinding, you working out. You got to find a day to rest to let your muscles get their energy back, get their strength back, and recover. So that's obviously normal. But even though it's it's good to rest, I would even encourage you to rest once a week. You know, have a day to yourself with your family. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Super important. So even though that's good, but continue to walk somewhere. Continue to move somewhere. Continue to have vision and apply. Vision and apply. And I can see myself all like, oh, the Lord's going to do that one day. But sometimes I don't want to, like, put in the sacrifice of the steps for for building and having vision and growing into what the Lord is going to do one day. Because we know that when God brings a victory, there's going to be new responsibilities. And God calls us to manage those responsibilities. You know, when Jesus Christ set me free for, from pornography, after that, temptation would come from pornography. And I had to be responsible by managing myself so I wouldn't fall back to this simple practice. And uh, so, yeah, guys, keep growing Keep working. The Lord got you. If you mess up, call on the Lord and he will guide you. Let your friends know. Have friends that could call you out on your dirt. But pretty much call out the gold in the middle of the dirt. That's better. That they could see the gold they have. They trust you. They have vision for you. They love you. They have faith for you. They have faith in you. They know that the Lord is doing something great in, in your life. That they're, they're not going to be... You know, like once you mess up, they're out of the picture. But friends that will stick by you. And you're going to do awesome. You're going to do well. So, guys, love you guys a lot. Have a good one. If you hear maybe like little echo noises and stuff, it's because I'm driving to pick up my moms from the airport. She just came back from Guadalajara. So let me finish with this prayer. God, I just thank you for the people listening into this podcast, my friends and family and, and, uh, and the, the world. I bless you guys to continue to take risk, to continue to have vision, to be inspired, and to trust you, Lord. I bless them, God. I bless them, I bless them, I bless them. And I thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing in them. And Holy Spirit, I thank you because you bring them conviction of who they are in Jesus Christ, that they're children of God. Peace out, fam.